I'm busy. Um, we're recording right before work. Today marks the winter solstice of 2022. <laughs> I almost forgot what year it was. Um, so let's see. So. Some studying that I got through last night, I would say the first four books of First Maccabees, I was listening to an audio recording thinking, okay, like, it's a little after 9.30 or so, I'll put this on and maybe get tired and want to go to sleep. Uh, it is not a very good bedtime story. <laughs> um, I haven't gone through the story of Hanukkah or the revolt of the Maccabees in a very long time. Um, but let me, I'm not going to explain the entire story. Uh, what I can do is post the audio recording from a YouTube that I was hearing. It's chapter by chapter of the New Revised Standard Version, uh, Apocrypha. It has 1st Maccabees and there's also one for 2nd Maccabees, the whole entire books of both. Um, but that's where you find the Hanukkah story. Um, Somebody mentioned that, you know, in something I was reading, I was reading some just on online blogs, articles and stuff. Somebody mentioned that the, that Hanukkah wasn't called Hanukkah. Like, uh, that term is more related to, to, uh, dedication. Uh, so some things I wanted to talk about were... Uh, this winter solstice and paganism and Judaism and Hanukkah and Christianity and Jesus interacting with Hanukkah um, it's very fascinating stuff um, I didn't really naturally at first hand see any kind of overlapping but when I was listening to the Hanukkah story you know because I've been studying a little bit about paganism, I started thinking about it, and I'm not really here to, like, take sides or whatever, but, you know, biblical stories, apocryphal stories, um, the majority is kind of written from the side of a Jewish perspective, right? Um, so anyone who comes in who's starting wars is always against the Jews, and then God saves the Jews, you know, from these different you know, war times, and so, some interesting things I learned, um, <clears throat> excuse me, so, 
the initial war that took place, um, I don't know why it took place, but, and I'm not 100% sure if it was, uh, Greek people, it seems like it was Greek people who came into Jerusalem who were fighting uh, with the Jews in Jerusalem for what reason I don't really know I might have to go back and look and see if there was like a reason mentioned but basically you know the Jewish people got conquered and so it's not uncommon in history that when one group conquers another group of people they come in with their own ideals religions um, ways of doing things they're not very respectful I mean if you think about when the US invaded Iraq I mean, I'm not trying to get political here but think about when the US invaded Iraq there was a lot of um, ancient and um, important historical you know monuments and things that were destroyed by the war the Americans weren't like trying to like reserve you know Babylonian history or anything you know they were just like okay this is war we're going in and we're doing what we're doing it's like that in every war like nobody's there like oh like don't don't destroy this because this is like an important historical thing or don't destroy this because this is an important thing for these people's culture and religion nobody does that unfortunately people just couldn't care less so they come in with their own beliefs their own nowadays it's more so political systems it's like okay we want other people to have our political system because it benefits us right if other people are doing other things we can't really trade properly it doesn't help our economy any if they're doing something different than how we're doing it there's really not going to be the proper communication and ability to kind of make like any kind of like you know efforts in a it's all financial right um but you know a lot of wars too can be religious so this was more of a a war that had at least the focus seems to be on the religious aspect of you know the uh, Jewish sacred places were being taken over by the Greek people um, during a war right so it was a war and they like the Jewish people lost this war um, the first one and then um, basically the I believe it was a pagan ritual which is why the pigs were sacrificed and then they basically forced the Jews to stop doing their commandments their Sabbath their circumcision like a lot of things that were um, custom and then there were wars and wars and wars now in my head you know I was always thinking okay like there was a battle and then all of a sudden you know you know the Maccabees revolted and won and you know I was thinking it was like a quick turnover and it seems like this lasted for like uh, a long time it was like um, 20 something years it was like 20 something years before 
um, the the temple got restored before the Jewish culture was able to get restored um, to be able to do their practices again. Um, and so they were under rule of other people. There was like all these wars going on. It was that wasn't the only war. There were Persians who came in after that sometime. I don't remember. But, I mean, I'm trying to, like, fall asleep listening to this story. And there's just all these battles going on for, like, four whole chapters. Um, and to the point where, you know, the Maccabees decided, like, something I found interesting. We're just going to go through and circumcise all the young boys um, and, you know, do our Jewish things. And it was just very interesting trying to take a different per- Not really, like, okay, I agree or disagree with any perspective but trying to take a different perspective on it and be like okay like yeah it's war so ugly things are gonna happen people aren't really at their best character they're not like being polite and humble they're killing and doing terrible things and so that was the first thing that came up for me where I was like oh my god like, this is a lot, you know, um, but that's kind of what the story, the purpose of the, of the story is about, um, you know, but it was a whole lot of time, you know, over 20 years, uh, of wars and things before the Jews could go back to living how they kind of wanted to live, um, because uh, a lot of the culture got wiped out because they weren't allowed to practice it basically for like a couple decades, almost three decades. And so there's that. <laughs> so like that pagan perspective of like, okay, this is a war and we're coming in and we're going to do our rituals and start doing our things and make the Jewish culture do our things. And then the Jewish people were like, well, we keep getting killed when we keep trying to do the Jewish ways. They just keep killing us and killing us. And so eventually they kind of had to do it um, the way that they didn't want to do it. And then if you look in John chapter 10, um, you see... So I, I know before I talked about the holiday of Sukkot um, in the New Testament Bible, it's called, they call it the feast of booths or festival of booths um like a booth like you know like if you go to a fair and there's like a booth like that um it just sounds weird saying like I don't, I don't really use that word too much um but um that was a couple months back and then that was a few chapters before in um like around chapter seven or something I don't remember and then you go to John chapter 10 and you see Jesus at the festival of lights or the festival of dedication or the feast of dedication or whatever it's called in there um representing Hanukkah walking in um Solomon's colonnade or portico or whatever it's called in whatever version uh you pick up and uh you know he's walking around in a group comes around him and he starts talking about I don't know what the question was or what prompted him to start talking about being the son of God and then he quotes something saying that you know 
uh, it looked like it was something from Psalms, uh, Psalms like 80 something, Psalms 82 from what it seemed like, Psalms 82, like 6 and 7 or something like that, um, talking about, you know, there's like a part of the passage that says like Psalm of Asaph, and then it says, um, that's the section, and then it says, um, something about you are gods or something like that like I don't really know the context of that text um uh and it I don't know if that's what Jesus was referring to because he said you know he's basically saying like just on the face on the surface of what he's saying I don't know if there's more depth to this but he was saying like you are you are gods like um, you know, your law says you are God, so why are you kind of mad that I'm saying I'm the son of God, you know, and, you know, of course, they're trying to, like, kill him or stone him, and then they try to arrest him, and he escaped, and then gets in a boat and goes, you know, somewhere else again, but I'm just like, I don't know, Jesus is always an interesting person, um, that he is, you know, in these arguments with people, and me, myself, I find it difficult to understand the quotes that he uses in the Old Testament, because he quotes things, and it's just like, it seems like the most obscure things, like if he really was quoting from Psalms, from some passage that says something about Psalm of Asaph, and when I read that, you know, passage, even before those verses and stuff, um, I don't really understand the full connection. So that's something that I kind of get a little like, I don't really know anybody who really takes that approach to look at the, at the quotes that Jesus says about like the law or the prophets or whatever, and the quotes he uses in his arguments against others like the ones that I did understand maybe a little bit not really not the context but um were um after Jesus gets baptized and he goes wandering in the wilderness in the desert um and then Satan comes to try to tempt him um and those quotes that he uses against Satan those were ones that I kind of maybe I understood it because I've because in churches I've learned about it more but I do note I was starting to notice that yesterday I was like you know whenever I read quotes that Jesus said some kind of a rebuttal against you know people trying to stone him or arrest him or kill him or charge him you know and then also just thinking about that cultural approach it's like okay these people are following him around Oh yeah, and that's what they were saying. They're like, aren't you going to do something? Like, what? why aren't you, like, you know, showing yourself? Like, are, aren't you going to, like, do something, you know? Um, and maybe it was because of the time period. Maybe it was because of, you know, it being Hanukkah. And because, you know, Hanukkah was a time when, you know, the Maccabees re-commemorated their temple. So maybe since Jesus was over there, they assumed he was gonna, you know, re-commemorate their temple or, or, you know, do something, um, 
spectacular at that moment. Um, but this is like right before the death of Lazarus. And so it's just, I don't know. There's just a lot. There's a lot more to unpack than I have time to do before work. But um, it's fascinating. It's just fascinating to me. Um, it's also fascinating to me that, you know, when you are raised as Christian, as much as you're taught to read the Bible and hear the Bible and stuff, you know, Hanukkah comes around. You you might even be in a church during Hanukkah time and nobody's usually really talking about the story of Hanukkah. Nobody's talking even about Jesus and what he was doing during Hanukkah. It's just like erased, you know, and I do kind of see that theme in Christianity of the Judaism getting erased out of the history um which is odd to me because when if you read the Bible from a from a pagan perspective and most of us weren't really raised like in a pagan traditional household um unless you're like some kind of like European person usually you weren't raised in like paganism so it's just interesting um it's all interesting to me but I gotta get logged in and uh, get on with my day but that's kind of it for this morning uh I'm still a bit mind boggled over last night when I was reading so um I don't know if I'm ever gonna figure it out um, some of these things take like years to find like any kind of little nugget and I'm not, I'm not going to be studying this stuff like all day, all day, all night. Um, it was just a quick little thing just because it's the time period I, I do like to kind of learn. And because I was like, okay, like today is going to be the winter solstice. It's December 21st. So, uh, I don't have any real connections, but, um, of anything that kind of made sense to me to con there's nothing I could like tie together all together but um it was just pieces of those different you know three different cultures um that you know come up around this time of year that's just you know interesting that they're still in society when you look around like nobody's talking about the other ones like nobody's talking about any of the other things going on as if they don't they almost don't exist and so it's kind of fun for me to have my toe kind of dipped in multiple cultural kind of relevant things happening at the, at this current time so it's interesting to be like oh it's Hanukkah and it's the winter solstice and Sunday is going to be Christmas you know and you know reading about Jesus during Hanukkah time and it's just like interesting it's an interesting way to look at it because usually it's like people are like just like pick one and just only do that and just like ignore everything else right but um I don't know that doesn't interest me but that method of thinking doesn't interest me but all right I gotta get going but for now thanks for listening